2: notes and nuggets it's time for the rutherford report with our blues insider jeremy rutherford brought to you by scott lee heating company a proud mitsubishi electric elite contractor
0: it's fast lane on 101 espn jamie rivers carrie davis anthony stalter let's head to our 101 espn celebrity line we're joined by our guy jeremy rutherford our blues insider with the athletic what's up jr
1: you guys are having too much fun
0: today. I'm jealous. Yeah, well, you, you know what, Jerry, you can join us at any point, man. At any point you can join us, uh, including right now. You've got a piece coming out over the next couple of days where you're going to focus on some of the trade rumors, including you know, the, the name Pavel Buchnevich continues to, to come up. I'm a little mystified by this. Why give up Pavel Buchnevich now? And do you think it, there's, there's a possibility that, that they could deal him?
1: Yeah, and I'm going to try to, uh, I'm working on the piece now, should be up at the Athletic tomorrow, what I'm hearing about Pavel Buchnevich and a potential trade. You know, I'll say up front that I don't think this is very likely, and part of the reason I'm addressing it is just because there's been so much talk about it, Uh, fans have talked about it, it's been in the media, that uh, I just want to point out the reasons why it is a possibility, albeit maybe a slim possibility, and, and why it could happen. You think about Pavel Buchnevich, the three years that he's been here in St. Louis, He's a uh, nearly a point per game player. It's right behind Robert Thomas in terms of points per game. And why would you trade a player like that? Who's just 28 years old, but you start talking about the retool and you start talking about a guy who's got one year left on his contract. And, but when he signs his next deal, he's going to be 30 years old. Is he going to be looking for a contract that's eight years times 8 million per year? That could be the case. So I think these are all big picture questions that certainly are worth addressing when you talk about this situation.
2: JR, yeah, when you when you look at this team right now, and I know we've talked about it probably the last week or the week before, but you know what would make sense for the Blues? Does it make sense to just hold? Does it make sense to explore some trades? Like. And I know the Scott Perunovich discussion is a hot topic here as well, because he has to reach a certain number of games in order to remain a restricted free agent. Otherwise, he's an unrestricted free agent. Does Army look at that now as a possibility of moving on from the young player? What do you think?
1: Yeah, the way I see it, and honestly, the way I've seen it for weeks now, is Doug Armstrong should know what team he's got. And I, th- I think he does. You know, people talk about these last few games, and, and I get it, last few games before the deadline. But by and large, you know what this team is. So to me, like I've been saying for weeks, is stick with what you got. Um, if we're just talking about unrestricted guys, so we're just talking about the Sammy Blaze, the Kapanins, the Varanas, and the Scandellas. You know, stick with these guys. You're not going to get but a, you know, a, a candy bar for them on the trade market. And I think that you go you and tell your team, okay, listen, I think you guys can make the playoffs. If there's a small upgrade to make, if it's possible and you don't have to give up a lot, I can look into doing that if I'm Doug Armstrong. Uh, But I'm going to let you guys prove to me that you can make the playoffs, so I'm going to keep your UFAs here, and and we'll see where it goes. Now, the guys with Term, the Tory Krugs, the Pavel Buchnevichs, the Jordan Benningtons, those guys, those are a different story. It's hard to predict what could happen with them before the trade deadline. I've continued to say I think those are offseason-type moves if you do make them. Uh, but I think Doug Armstrong's just going to have to stay status quo here and let this team uh, see if it can make the playoffs and not make any substantial moves.
0: What kind of candy bar? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it matters. It matters. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of something that was kind of meaningless, and I accidentally came up with something that's very important to me. <laughs> <out of that. laughs> you're like, wait a second. I like that.
0: Jr. when you're looking at the potential of Bucinavich and, and why he could be traded, does the call-up of Zachary Bulldog and potentially um, Snuggaroo coming up, does that impact that as well?
1: I think so a little bit, but here's the thing: is Doug says that he wants to remain competitive throughout this retool that St. Louis couldn't stomach a five, six, seven, eight-year rebuild, and and you know, I guess you have to agree with him. You know, the attendance was pretty slim back in oh six, oh seven, oh eight. You know, and ownership and, and the chairman, Tom Stillman, seem to be on board with this. And so, if you're going to remain competitive, you're going to have to have guys like Pavel Buchnevich on the roster, even if you have a Snugger a Dvorsky, a Bolduke, because these guys are so unproven. So, I mean, you can be excited about them and you can put them in the, in the lineup next year, a couple of them, and maybe two years you got all three of those guys, regulars in the lineup, but are the Blues going to be competitive? It would kind of go against what uh, Doug Armstrong has been saying, what he wants to do. Jeremy Rutherford
0: is joining us right now on the fast line. On one hundred and one ESPN, he's our Blues insider with the Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. Okay, so Justin Falk was placed on long-term IR yesterday, uh, Jr. As you know, which begs the question: How are the Blues going to manipulate the cap, a la the Lightning and the Vegas Golden Knights? And who are we going to get at the deadline using all that money?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're going to pull a couple guys, uh, Pavel Dett, out of retirement, give him a nice contract. Uh, No, so the Prinovich thing, they put him on IR, but he was retroactive, so he can come off at any time. The Justin Falk situation is a little bit unclear to me in terms of why they put him on Uh, long-term. I realize that it's to maximize that LTIR money if they did want to bring in some salary. We saw Justin Falk on the ice today. When you see a guy come back like that, you think it could be close. Uh, Afterwards, Drew Bannister said, guys, uh, I don't think he's any closer at this point. We're not counting on him anytime soon. So it could be a situation where you're trying to open up some cap space with the deadline looming here. Uh, But uh, by and large, you know, the bottom line is that uh, Justin Falk skating, obviously getting a little bit closer if we can see him with our eyes here. But I think in terms of uh, the LTIR, you know, a lot of that stuff happens with Doug Armstrong and, and uh, his uh, capologist Ryan Miller, assistant GM Ryan Miller, and they do those things, uh, you know, to, to to make sense in terms of the financials for the team. So in terms of who's going to be on the ice tomorrow, it's not going to be Justin Falk.
2: Jared, going back to Scott Perunovic, uh, a lot of our listeners don't really understand the situation he's in with restricted free agency or unrestricted free agent. Are you able to maybe clarify that a little bit as yeah. to the number of games he would have to play and why?
1: Yeah, I think I just looked this up a couple of days ago, and I hope that the numbers are accurate for you, Riv. Uh, and you, you did touch on that question a couple of minutes ago, sir. I didn't address it. But um, So with Scott Perinovich, he's played 50 NHL games, I believe. That's what it was when I looked it up. And I think he's got to get to 74, 75 to become a unrestricted free agent. So he's got Uh, 24 25 that he has to play, and the Blues have what 29 remaining, so he has to play almost all but the 29 uh, 25 of the 29 remaining to become an unrestricted free agent. Um, Just because it's set up that way with uh, the contracts, you know, if you don't play a certain number of games throughout the first few years of your career, you know, then they allow you to become an unrestricted guy.
2: So is it unrestricted if he plays those games, or if he gets those games in, he remains restricted?
1: They should be the way I understand it. Should become uh, unrestricted if he gets to that point.
2: Okay, I was under the impression it was the other way around, but I, I,
1: yeah, I need to double check that. But it could be.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. I have no idea. So we'll see. This going to be interesting for the Blues, though, based on these games. Do you think the Blues would entertain moving Scott Prunovich?
1: You know, I think there's a possibility, but I mean, it's that situation where you're uh, selling so low. He's been injured, and when he's been in there, he's looked fine. So I think that with Scott Barinovich, if you can keep him playing and you can keep him healthy, you know perhaps there could be some trade value there. But also you look at losing Marco Scandella potentially this offseason. You also look at uh, the situation with Tory Krug. Are they going to investigate trying to move him So, you know, who are you going to have on that left side? Certainly you could go into unrestricted free agency and try to bring somebody in or do a trade, too. But Perinovich is a guy who I think can fit when he's healthy. We just got to see a long stretch of that.
0: JR, great stuff as always, man. Looking forward to that article you have coming up about the trade deadline. Appreciate your time. Yep. Yep, thanks, guys. Thanks, JR. This is Jeremy Rutherford with The Athletic. He's our Blues insider at JP Rutherford. if you want to give him a follow on Twitter.